It's a positive film. It has heroes and villains, and uh, that it essentially uh, is a fun movie to watch. It's been a long time since people have been able to go to the movies and see a sort of straightforward, wholesome, fun adventure. Well, it's a fantasy. It's not science fiction so much as it is space fantasy. And it's about people. It's about... Fin it's finally about people and not finally about science. The story, when you actually put it into words, is only so much nonsense to hang a great visual experience onto. It's the stuff that fairy tales are made of. Sort of boiling down religion into a very basic concept. Uh, the fact that there is some deity or some power or some force that sort of controls our destiny, uh, works for good and also works for evil. Marvelous, healthy innocence. Great place, wonderful to look at, full of guts, nothing unpleasant. I mean, people go bang, bang, and people fall over and are dead. But, you know, no horrors. A sort of wonderful freshness about it, a kind of like a wonderful fresh air. It's got whatever you want it to be. It's a, it's pure entertainment. It's like a roller coaster ride, and it can be interpreted as long as you enjoy it, which is the intention. Welcome back to Generation Skywalker, and we're back with The Modern Way, and with me tonight, as always, we have got Daniel. Good evening, Dan. Good evening, everyone. Good evening, Stu. Good evening, mate. I've got Craig. Good evening, Craig. Hello. And we've got that modern madman, Mark. Good evening, Mark. Good evening. What a great day for Star Wars, boys. We've had the Mandalorian trailer. Have you all watched it? We don't want to give any uh, spoilers away here, but we all had a little... Time. I've watched it about four times now. Thumbs up, Mark, do you reckon? Two, two thumbs up, mate, and four fingers as well. That looks brilliant. I can't wait. Something to look forward to, isn't it? All this that's going on. Looks good. Looks good. Only about six weeks to wait for that. So, um, yeah, let's hope it's as good as the trailer. And wasn't it lovely seeing old Liam Neeson giving a bit of a defence to the Phantom Menace as well on his social media? You know, it's a bad rap, but nice to see an actor come out and defend, defend it. And I'm sure, who, who's the biggest hater of the Phantom Menace here? I'm guessing Mark. I I I do hate it. I really do. Um, do, you, do you, have you warmed to it over the years? I watch it through my little lad's eyes because he actually really likes it. Um, after Return of the Jedi, Phantom Menace is his favourite film. So, sort of, I've I, I have warmed to it, but I couldn't watch it. Sit down and watch it by myself. I don't. I, in fact, I don't think I've watched any of the sequels by myself since they came out in the cinema back in the day. Um, it's always with Zach because I watch his enjoyment of the films. So in that respect, yeah, you know, I, I have mellowed uh, over the years, but it's still an absolute steaming bag of crap. Oh, it, it isn't. You see, uh, it's, a, it's a lovely nostalgic film now. It's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful, Mark. Beautiful music. Probably the best soundtrack of all the movies. 
I, I disagree with you, and I really, really do. Uh, I, I don't think it's John Williams' finest stuff at all. Um, and I, I can sit and listen to John Williams all day, any one of his soundtracks. Jewel of Fates is great, but I think that's about the pinnacle of the, 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 the music, for me anyway. Yeah, perhaps just for you, Mark, actually, because I think next month, next month on The Modern Way, because this month's show is very, very packed with... Um, announcements and new releases because it's been a pretty hectic month for things being announced but I would love to go back to 1999 and the Force Friday and when the toys launched we didn't know what was coming with the Phantom Menace but that period of time was exciting you know you were trading then that was exciting wasn't it 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 was it was a great time yeah so perhaps that was before we'd seen the film and even when I'd seen the film the first time I still was buzzing it wasn't until I saw it the second and third time that the penny started to drop. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Was, you know, it was, it was a good time. Yeah, perhaps next month we'll just go back and revisit revisit that time because I think that would make a good topic on the uh, on this show. Boys, mo- modern acquisitions, anyone anyone been buying any stuff? Craig? Uh, well, it's not arrived yet, but I did buy the uh, 40th anniversary Empire Strikes Back Geeky Tiki Atat mug. Oh, you managed to get hold of that? Well, I've, I've ordered it. <laughs> it the how payment through. I was going to say, how much was the shipping on that? Didn't get a lot of change out of hundred pounds, but Ooh. you know, <laughs> I think it's. Uh, yeah, I got a little bit buoyed along by the hype, and uh, I really like it. And when it arrives, I'm going to open it. I'm going to make a cocktail. I'm going to stick two straws in it. Me and Kimberly going to neck some booze. So you know, there's a. The, the, it's got a use. <laughs> it's not yeah, just going to. I think that's what that's about with the tiki, isn't it? Yeah. I think you've got to use them and really um, enjoy them for what they are. Absolutely. So that's on its way. The Atat's beautiful, mate. I think that's a great pickup. It's, it's fun, isn't it? It's it's very quirky. I haven't seen that downed Atat in reproduced any other medium. So it's uh, yeah, a bit of a one-off. I like it. Nice. And you just mentioned 1999. Where, where do I discuss an item that comes from 1994? Does it does it fit in the modern show or does it sneak into the vintage show? I, I would say if you could bring it up whatever, I would bring it up on here. Yeah? Yeah. Well, well I've had I've I've I purchased this curious thing called the the Book of Days, which was um made by a company called Antioch Publishing, who had a license to create kind of stationary items they did diaries and bookmarks and things um but they obviously had permission to use uh, a lot of the artwork from the now legends eu and obviously with our themed month um that's been kind of front of mind and i've and i've got a couple of these items i've got like a couple of diaries one uses the artwork from um i think it's the courtship of princess leah and another one from the top of my head. I think it's like the glove of Darth Vader or something really random. But this is a it's a hardback diary. It's kind of square format, sort of largest size, uh, and it's got the artwork for Hair to the Empire on the front, and features little bits and pieces of Drew Struzan's work, bits of Ralph McQuarrie's work, and it's just a diary. But it's yeah, it's a fun little thing. So I I bought that. Came from the states. Very happy with that. Very nice, and like you say, very in fitting with what we've. Uh... Absolutely, been doing this month. Yeah, like that, like that a lot. Daniel, I've got a list. (laughs) (laughs) So I start off. I got the well. Is is a tale of two stories. So I've got um, 
a bit of a focus on Rogue One at the minute. So I've gone back through my elites. I mean, all the talk we were doing a couple of months ago, and I've got the Chirrut um, Elite series. So that completes that set now, and I've got all of them. I've been trying to, well, I'm trying to make the space to get in for a while, and I finally caught up myself and picked that up. And I also picked up, it was omitted from last month, but I'll, I'll throw it in this month anyways, was the Rogue One um, box set of uh, figures. It's a Jedi, Re Jedi Revolt. So it's got a Saw Guerrera, a tank driver, two tubes and a gin. So a really nice presentation box. So I picked that up. And I also picked up a vintage collection Rogue One Scarif Trooper for £4 on eBay. So a bit of a Rogue One volley there and then i also received uh the hanning carbonite 40th black series so i've got that now i've got two i've got one on display and another on the shelf and i've also picked up the hanning carbonite geeky tiki after you all coerced me last week month to get one and i've picked up some 4k steel book blu-rays of the original trilogy and also some matt ferguson prints um for the 40th anniversary of star wars Oh, and some books as well. But yeah, I suppose we'll talk about those on another show. But yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's a bit of a bumper month this month. Everything's sort of come at once. It really was, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Uh, Mark? Not a bean. Not a bean. But, but, and there is a massive £300 but here. There is something that we're going to be talking about later that um, I am absolutely buying 100% because I think it's fantastic, but we'll talk about that a bit later. Nice, all right. I look forward to that. What about you, Street? Well, uh, so, uh, right, I've got to just, I'm going to have to look it up because I can't think of what it's called. Back in the day, the the Saga collection did the um, the Death Star briefing mm -hmm. set. I don't know if you ever saw that long box. Yep. It, was a, it wasn't exclusive to somewhere. It was Woolworths, really... I think. I think it was Woolworths that had it. Was it? Yeah. It's got PX preview exclusive on the front. So whatever that means, um, I shouldn't have boxed it away because it's obviously caused me a problem now. Yeah, nice set. Two, it is 2006. So it came with Vader, Tarkin, Motto, um, Tag, Bast, Cass, um, one other which I can't remember but obviously the box is long got the wind at the front it's got the Death Star table and they're all standing behind their chairs so a nice a nice set yeah got gone up a bit to what I was expecting to pay for it but hey we will suck that up but um yeah I've obviously bought the Tiki while we were on the show last month the Tuscan Raider I've added the Stormy to that and I've got a few on pre-order over on um Zavi so looking forward to getting them you'll like this one Mark I've got a Power of the Force 2 um German card the Stormtrooper I wanted a there's quite a few different international cards variations for Power of the Force 2 and I wanted one of each of the the random ones and they're not cheap anymore so uh, just one of them although the bloke did miss me he's like well do you want to buy this one this one and this one I was like no oh Hot Toys Hot Toys like Yoda from Empire Strikes Back and I've actually bought a an acrylic box for it so I'm gonna have do a little project starting this weekend uh, my wife's quite artistic she's going to help me but i'm going to create the box into a dagobah scene my lights have turned up for it as well today so watch this space i'm hoping to have the whole box as dagobah with the odor in the middle with making him with the rocks floating lit up so um Getting crafty oh when i finished my lego death star after all these months when i started it which looks amazing it's huge and I also bought the Lego Star Wars head bust thing, which I enjoy building, yeah. Nice. Which one? The Stormtrooper. Okay, I've got that one. It's good, isn't it? You've got Fett, haven't you? No, no, I've got a Stormtrooper. Have you? Yeah, it's nice, isn't it? Nice, uh, nice little build. Mark, actually, I know you were, you were saying about, um, you've been arming and arming about the Hot Toys Leia best bin, haven't you? Yes. She's sold out on Sideshow. And when they sell out, they then have a wait list open up where you can order it if they get them back in. But even the wait list is full at the moment, so... Uh, 
I would, I, if you see one in the UK and you really want one, maybe pull it, pull it if you see it. Well, what because... about the Bespin? Do you want mate? It's all right, mate. It's a joke. It's obviously wasted on you. I missed it. You <laughs> saying pull it, pull it. So, I would like Bespin. Yeah, don't, don't, don't worry about it, Stu. It's, it's clearly, <laughs> clearly humour that's it's too much for you. It's a northern joke, too. Yeah, it must be. Yeah. Um, there is actually a layer Bespin in a cabinet in my local Forbidden Planet, which I've got my eye on. So uh, maybe I will uh, take a visit there one day. Uh, Mark, just out of interest, why did the chicken cross the road? I don't know. Why? To get to the idiot's door. Dan, knock, knock. Who's there? The chicken. <laughs> we'll work that out. <laughs> Whilst well, we move on to top uh, one. Why? Is that, that's got to be a southern joke, surely. <laughs> Sister Stuart joke. <laughs> Only the one whose safety deemed such destruction. You must reunite it with its own kind. Where? This you must determine. The songs of eons past tell of battles between Mandalore the Great and an order of sorcerers called Jedi. You expect me to search the galaxy and deliver this creature to a race of enemy sorcerers? This is the way. You know this is no place for a child. So topic one then, boys. Last month we had the announcement of the freezing chamber plane set, which I think general census was we didn't think that much of it, did we? We didn't think it good value for money. We didn't look at it like it was well made. But Hasbro just are just keeping them coming at the moment. We seem to be getting so much stuff, and we've we've got another playset. Uh, the Tanta V playset has been revealed, which which is exciting, exciting for collectors if they use these to display. So. Craig, I'm coming to you first. It has got collectors excited, but so did the Bespin Freeze Chamber. Can you tell us, well, take us through the playset, what the playset is, the design, any kind of highlights, anything it does? Well, it's a section of Corridor, which um, which shouldn't be exciting. Um, but as Corridors go, it's it's very iconic. So it's the, it's the, the Corridor that we see in the opening scenes of Star Wars that uh, Vader bursts through and there's a little bit of firefight and obviously it had a... Uh, an appearance in Revenge of the Sith and um, has had a more recent new lease of life in Rogue One. So, you know, as, as kind of Star Wars sets go, it's uh, it, it's iconic and it's and it's far reaching. 
this is a, a little section scaled um, to the three and three quarter inch line. And the basic set seems to have what look to be two sliding doors. Um, so if you imagine this thing running, uh, a, a long piece runs down and then a, a smaller piece comes off at right angles with a door in it. So you've got two doors, um, very, very sort of iconic um, curve of the where the skirting board would be. So it's 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 got that real real kind of Star Warsy feel, which is which is great. And as a backdrop to uh, to figures that featured in those scenes, I think it look a million dollars. On the back of it, it's got sort of the ribs that uh, that again feature in that set. So I think if you bought enough of these, uh, and it's the intention again to be modular, so you can fit these things together. I think where the carbon freeze, you had a limit of two things that you would click together to create this sort of circular platform in the middle i think you just go and go with this one it seems to be kind of quite infinite um the amount of configurations and, and bits you can add should your budget extend to that so it's um yeah it's quite practical i think it looks great doesn't do a fat lot other than the sliding doors i think you know i always like to offer my view on how they could improve these things i think a little blasted your battle damage door um, that you could swap out that, that kind of Vader could have uh, flounced in through would have been quite a nice addition. But yeah, on the whole, I think it's a nice, it's a nice thing. Yeah. So that's already sounds more positive than last night month's uh, play set. So Dan, does it come with any figures? And if it does, are we getting new sculpts or are we getting repacks? It's a repack. <laughs> so Is it's it? uh, yeah. So it's the um, vintage collection. It was originally released in 2011. Um, it's I numbered all these vintage collection cards. It was VC52. I'm not sure if it's a new face sculpt or not. I couldn't get into that. But the the figure itself is a re-release. Comes with removable helmets um, and a hat a blaster, a tracker, and an ammo garter, whatever that is. Yeah, so it's a, a, a repack, but it's on a Rogue One card this time, so I'm not sure whether they're going to maintain the numbering. I know a lot of these re-releases, they've maintained that. Because it's on a Rogue One card, it might get a different designation. It's interesting it's on Rogue One card, because there's another figure we're going to talk about later um, in the Rogue One releases that ties into that scene as well. So, yes, they're kind of making... We, we, we spoke last month, didn't we, when we said that the... Um when the freeze chamber came out, whether they were mm. going to actually provide any f- figures for it, because we hadn't heard any, but straight away, this is, this is offering us a couple of figures to display in this. Yeah. Is, is it only come with one figure? I take it. It's, it's got, it comes with different, different parts then, because actually when you look at the photos, he's in one scene, he's got his helmet on and the other. Yeah. Scene, so it comes with that with the hat and the, and the helmet. So you can swap them out. Right. Okay. I think that's the same as the original release as well. So that's not a new feature for this card. It was, it always came that way. Yeah. Okay. And Mark, what kind of price point is it? And when are we expecting to see this drop? It's, a, it's $50. So $49, uh, $99. So it's about 40 quid and it should be out in the next few weeks. So sort of autumn release. So it, I don't think it's going to be long before we see it hitting the shelves. Um, and I imagine the packaging is going to be, very much like um, the Bespin one, similar sort of uh, composition. So we expect something like that. Last month, you were probably probably the most harshest on the um, Bespin set. Do you think this is value for money? Do you do you like this one? I, I really do, and I do think it's value for money. Um, I think there's a scope to do an awful lot with this set. As Craig has mentioned, there's almost infinite 
configurations on it. And I also think uh, people can, uh, collectors can um, develop dioramas, add, take away, and um, embellish them to uh, make some really cool displays. So, uh, yeah, I, I think this one's got everything going for it. I think Hasbro have really hit on something pretty cool with this. So I don't think we've seen anything like this before where it could, you know, double up as a display for the vintage Kenner line. Uh, you could have them all sort of wrote, you know, lined up and put your figures on display. Or it could be a playset, uh, diorama. Uh, yeah, no, I think it's I think it's great. I think, I think it's ticking all the boxes. Yeah. Are we all in agreement with that? Craig, is it ticking your box? Yeah, I think where this succeeds where the the carbon freeze failed is that it's it's there's a background to it you know it's, you could uh you could zoom in on this and photograph it and you could be in you could be in the movie whereas that was very spindly and you know the elements were there but there was nothing in the background and i think this is slightly more contained it's 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 more of an environment and i think that's why it works definitely and dan dan we're we giving it a complete thumbs up all the way yeah i think so um yeah, as i'm listening to you all talk now i'm thinking about would it fit into a deltoff shelf and could i stick it on there and fire a few figures on there so yeah thumbs up from me yeah big thumbs up from me as well in fact so much so i've actually while we've been talking about it i've pre-ordered it on star action figures here in the uk 45 quid i think that's pretty reasonable over there um go and check that out if you want to get involved craig Mark was just saying he wasn't sure whether we've ever seen anything like this before. Maybe not for the three and three quarter inch figures, but has there been any representation of the Tantive before? Um, no, I mean, there have been a few recreations of the ship itself, but in terms of play sets, not really. I mean, not even in, in the Micro Machines line, and they did loads of environments. But I guess, you know, it boils down to it being a, a corridor and maybe at that scale, that's not very exciting. You go online, there's lots and lots of fan-made dioramas most notable are those made by jazz inc and they make nice little sections of this for both six inch and 12 inch scale um lots of lego versions of it that that uh you know people have gone and, and made themselves and you can download plans to do that but you know nothing like this on this scale i think the closest thing that i could find as an official licensed product was from the 40th anniversary stuff they did for star wars so the the centerpieces um so they have centerpieces made of it from 2017 it's kind of has him bursting through kind of a section of the door so the door's on the floor and you can see where it's been kind of blasted through and everything's scorched um but as far as i could see that was that's pretty much it so um that, that tells me there's a real kind of desire for this the fact that there's lots and lots of fan-made um dioramas i think people are going to go nuts for for this now they've done a proper one so from thumbs down from the freezing chamber, we've got a full thumbs up from the um for this. I think that's a, a huge, huge, huge win. Let's see if we can keep this going. Topic two, then. 
I went into Smith's the other day. I was just having a little browse through the toys and whatnot. And I go to the Star Wars, and there's not normally a lot in there. There's normally a couple of, you know, lightsabers knocking around and maybe a couple of old figures hanging on the shelf. But there was a massive section all just filled with uh, the Mission Fleet toys. Now, I think we touched on this back on episode one, but I think we compared them with the Galactic Heroes, and they are nothing like a Galactic Hero toy when I actually bought them home. So I did pick up two. I picked up a... um. The Mandalorian and Child with a swoop bike. And then they do these smaller packs, which I picked up the Boba Fett pack. And, uh, but we'll get to that in a bit because um, I've got them in hand right in front of me right now as we talk. So I'm coming to you first, Mark. Can you take us through what the scale of these toys are, the age group they're kind of aimed at? The way I would describe them is preschool toys ramped up to a volume of 11. Um, they're sort of four years and above. So they've, they've got that kind of deformed, super deformed, uh, cute look about them. But they're not preschool as such because the detail on them is, is, is pretty good, actually. I have to say, from what I've seen so far, the Mandalorian set looks fantastic. The figures are sort of two and a half three inches tall so you know quite small um and like i say the detail on them is is, is is amazing for what i would class as a young child's toy so i'm a bit confused as to what market they're actually aiming this at because younger younger children sort of four five and six years old i'm not sure whether the detail would be um sort of anything really extra to add to it so it's a, it's a bit strange i don't know how the galactic heroes line fits in with what they're trying to do with this whether the galactic heroes line was a you know a big hit for them and whether they're trying to ramp up that line of toys aimed at younger children uh, i don't know it'd be interesting to see how these how these sell I'll be honest with you, I've got, so I've got the Mando in my hand at the moment. I think as a pre-age toy, I don't think they're aimed at pre-age. They're nowhere near as, as chunky and, and kind of susceptible to real heavy play as a galactic hero. Or even as those um, that three and three quarter inch line we discussed a couple of months back. Do you remember we talked about the range with the really brightly coloured boxes? They yeah. were pretty robust. When I opened it up. Uh, what I will say is this the Mando I've got in my hand at the moment, I was just trying to put his gun in his hand and I managed to pull his hand out his arm and his hand's quite small. So you wouldn't give that to a too younger child, I don't think. I've sadly boxed the boxes up, so I'll check in a minute what the age group is for. Let's just go over to Craig. Craig, can you describe the toys and the articulation and whatnot? Um, yeah, I mean as, as Mark said, they're 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 stylized. They're kind of they've got this animated style and a and a, and a sort of exaggerated features. They, they are quite Articulated their heads on a on a board joint. There's a shoulder hinge, uh, and obviously the shoulder, the, the arms rotate, the wrists rotate. So the legs the legs move. I don't know whether they've all got knees or not. Certainly the ones I kind of saw didn't. But I think this isn't so much about making them poseable. I think it's about absolutely how they interact with the accessories. So these things come packed with corresponding vehicles ranging from very very small things like uh like the, the boba fett it, it's like a an elaborate jetpack reminds you very much of the power of the force 2 deluxe set uh, fett that came out um so small little accessories mini vehicles like that right up to the falcon and you look at this line and it's just clearly about play it's all about how many features can they pack into this so you know it's given hasbro the chance to go firing missile bonkers which they like to do, but on a line that really suits that sort of thing. It's sort of, it, it, it's just, it, it, it looks like it's full of fun. It's not for collectors. It's not movie accuracy or anything like that. It's, it's for kids to play with. Yeah, I think you're totally right. I've, I've got the fit. So one nice little play piece 
uh, on it. So the so the, the small blister packs are actually really reasonable priced. So the FET, they, they come with, they have like a hexagonal hole in their back. So, for example, FET came with a standard backpack, which you, you can just slide into this hole. And, you know, but like you just said, it comes with this kind of over... Um, how can I put it? It's, it's a huge backpack. It reminds me a lot. Did you just say the Power of Force 2? Yeah. Package? Yeah, yeah. Reminds me like that. And actually, when you look at it in hand, the middle of it looks, it's very much shaped a bit like Slave 1. You can um, get a real feel of Slave 1. But that is awesome. You put that in, in his back, but then the wings of that turn around and come over his shoulders like the guns. It's, it is a clever, natty little, little setup. And the same with the Mando. The Mando's a little bit bigger set, but He's got a cloak which goes on his back. You could pull that out, and he's got a, a backpack too. There, they are. I, I think they are ideal toys. Dan, can you just take us through what's actually been released? Because the one thing these wave of toys has come, it's not based on one area of Star Wars. No. So there's, uh, I mean, we got ten different sets at different price points. So there's three at seven ninety nine. They're called the Gear Class. So that's the the Boba Fett you were talking about with the backpack. There's a clone trooper with a similar style oversized backpack and a Chewbacca with what looks like one of the vehicles the Wookiees rode around in in um, Revenge of the Sith. I think that's um, brilliant fun. It's got like yeah. a helicopter on his head. That's it. Yeah, yeah, Spectre <laughs> Gadget style. Um, and then you've got the Expedition class, which are the 1599 price points. So you've got a Captain Rex with one of the little one-man scout walkers from Revenge of the Sith. You've got Obi-Wan Kenobi on a speeder bike, and then you've got the Mandalorian set you were talking about with the skiff bike with the child and a number of other guns and accessories. And then you've got the Stellar class, which has got Darth Vader's TIE Fighter, Luke Skywalker's X-Wing, and Anakin Skywalker's Jedi Starfighter. And then you've got the Mission Fleet uh, Millennium Falcon at at $39.99. So I forgot to mention those, the three ships, the Vader's TIE Fire, X-Wing and Jedi Starfire, they're all 20 quid. So it's all very reasonably priced compared to uh, some of the Hasbro stuff we've seen recently. How much is the Falcon? The Falcon's a little bit more, isn't it? It's 40 quid on Smiths. That's not a bad price. It comes with a hand figure, doesn't it? But the back does open up again. Yeah, there's room in the cockpit for Chewie as well by the looks of it. I think you might be able to just squeeze him in. Right. I don't know whether it's it's Wave 2 then that's already hit as well because... The 7.99 sets I have seen in Ahsoka since then. Craig, so Dan's just gone through the price point. Do you think these are good value for money? Yes, I do. I think I, I, I think they've crammed a lot into them. There's clearly bags of play value, and I think back to when my kids were uh, for this kind of thing, it would keep them quiet for a uh, for a good while. So you know, and that's a that's the sign of good value when it comes to toys like this. So I have um, I opened them today, and uh, my little three year old was in my office with me. So I thought, right, I'll, I'll let her have a little little play with it, and um, fit no interest in it but she is a bit obsessed with baby yoda and the nice thing about the the mandalorian set is it comes with uh, the baby yoda's crib thing which is a really solid piece of toy i mean it's it is solid so she has loved it today we've had baby yoda going around in his bed all day but the nice thing is the the swoop bike it's got like this clear bar thing which you can actually attach the um attach the crib to the back of the bike so it looks like it's floating behind mando and mando fits on the bike lovely it's got like you said the old the old firing gun missile kind of option but um i would say for the money so the man let's just take the mando set because i do have it in hand so we've got the crib you've got a bike you've got a gun which lodges into the top of the bike with a firing missile you've got mando he's got a cape which can come off a backpack to go on his back um baby Yoda's a great little sculpt and then you've got two weapons you've got his uh, a blaster and his kind of like disintegration thingy that he carries around with him for 15 quid. I think that's amazing. But like I said, so it's four years and up these are aimed at. 
I think they're great little things. They remind me a lot of, um, do you know, the Imaginex toys. Yeah. You've seen yeah. those? My lads into them. They're very similar size. They remind me a lot a lot of that kind of design of toy. My little girl's had a great time. I showed my son. He had a little look at it and he was like, yeah, great. Go and put it with your other stuff. So, <laughs> yeah, maybe a bit lost on him. But, um, yeah, she's had a great time today. Your baby Yoda's been in a Transformer fire engine and all sorts. Um, in fact, when it came to record about half an hour before, I was like, I to my wife, where is everything? We found bits in cribs and all sorts around the lounge. Oh, I think it's a big thumbs up. <laughs> it's interesting there's no sequel trilogy stuff in there. Of all those ships they've bought out. Not and yet, it's just, anyway. it's just a really strange time to release it when you know there's no movie coming out. I get the Mando set, 100%, but the rest of it, just yeah, if they're going to aim at a new audience of younger children, I know we've, mums and dads all get it, get kids into it, and they've got Disney Plus out there now, but yeah, it just, just seems a really strange time to introduce this. I was just surprised generally, because... You don't see much in our shops, do you? Unless you go to a specialist no. shop like Forbidden Planet. That's, I, I always have a little nose in Smiths and I never see anything. And they actually had quite a, a large stock of everything that's out of this. There was nothing missing in there that had been announced. Anakin was seduced by the dark side of the force. When that happened, the good man who was your father was destroyed. These visions you have are of pain, suffering, death. I have the power to save the one you love. You must choose. You were once Anakin Skywalker, my father. That name no longer has any meaning for me. It is the name of your true self. You've only forgotten. You are strong and wise. I am very proud. we said at the start lots and lots of announcements this month like we've, we've already spoken about the place set and mission fleet being hitting the shelves there's quite a lot to get through with regards to the announcements so let's start with the vintage collection actually no that's a light let's just start with three and three quarter inch figures because um vintage collection mark i'm coming to you first fits in with the play set rogue one card back darth vader I think I'm, I might end up doing what Dan's doing with a Rogue One focus because my vintage collecting is, is slowed right down and I am looking for something else to maybe enhance my collecting so I can, you know, keep my hand in, as it were. And uh, Rogue One fits the bill. Uh, I'm, I'm totally weird down on this. Uh, Rogue One is the fourth best Star Wars film as far as I'm concerned. And... Um, this Rogue One figure of Darth Vader is just looks fantastic. Great image on the card back. Um, it's the bit where he's um, walking through the corridor of um, 
the cruiser at the end, you know, that iconic scene that even now, you know, the, the, the hairs on the back of your neck stand up on end. Just brilliant. And he's holding his fist up. And that is emulated in the figure, which is such a great uh, feature on a figure to have that um, hand sort of pose. So he's, he's, he's holding his fist. It, it, it's fantastic. Really nice figure. Cracking card back. My only complaint is, I don't know what it is about these vintage collection logos. They're just not... They're just not quite right. You know how the original logos, like the Empire Strikes Back Star Wars on the Kenner card backs, they were they really hit you between the eyes. Whereas these vintage collection ones, I don't know, they just they just don't quite hit the spot. And I, it's, I think, just, it's just like the Vader, the Return of the Jedi font, isn't it? It's quite lazy. They just followed that all through on all anything after <laughs> Return of the Jedi gets a Return of the Jedi font. There's too much black space. I mean, I'm talking yeah. from the designer's point of view now. There's too much black space at the top and the bottom of Rogue One. The Star Wars in one sort of line at the above doesn't work for me. They should have split that up and put Star and then Wars at the bottom and maybe had a double race track so that it really sort of fills the top of the card out a bit. Mm. Like Empire Strikes Back logo. It's personal. But if they were giving me the job, that's what I would have done. They did, um, when they released um, Vintage Collection Attack of the Clones figures they they emulated that empire strikes back logo with that and it looked really good but they haven't really given it the fault for subsequent card backs and and i I do have to say i hate that bloody leaflet that they cram into the bubble as well Uh. really bugs me have you seen the um the description i don't know if that's on the card i assume it's on the back of the card yes definitely when the plans for the death star were stolen vader took action personally slaughtering a squad of rebel soldiers i was quite surprised that slaughtering Kind of like that. Can you remember when um, Rogue One was being filmed and there was a leak from somebody that was involved with filming and they described the some of the Darth Vader scenes as being brutal? And mm. the, when you mention Star Wars, the word brutal doesn't really come into it an awful lot. So when I heard that, I think, crikey, what have they got him doing? And uh, you have to say... And, and, you know, a lot of people, I think, would agree with me that the last few scenes of Rogue One are the best of any Star Wars film, vintage or otherwise. It's absolutely brilliant stuff. It was brilliant, wasn't it? It was one of those moments when you're in the cinema and that scream was kind of like all smoky but dark, wasn't it? And you're just breathing. And then just the last like As well. It it just went quiet, didn't it? And you think, oh, crap. crap." And then the lightsaber just lights up. absolute perfection that is how Darth Vader should be seen as being this ruthless machine out uh, with a single purpose to get exactly what he wants perfect perfection yeah yeah it really was yeah I think we all agree on that another massive thumbs up in fact Mark has decided he's having a Rogue One focus tonight which I love I love this Mark (laughs) It's brilliant. So, Craig, we're coming over to you for another vintage collection figure. I think it was one of the ones that's been originally for available at Galaxy's Edge. Honda. Hondo. 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 Yeah, Hondo. This is the one in the, um, in the, I think, in the Millennium Falcon set that's come out recently. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. That was kind of my assumption that they've they've made that figure now. They're putting him on a putting him on a card back, but he's on a Star Wars card. Interestingly. But yeah, he's he's um, he's Star Wars. He's Captain Jack Sparrow, isn't he? He's like a, 
it amused me when he when he appeared uh, in the animated show. He's he's a very little literal response to the brief "Design me a space pirate." So he's got his frock coat and his sort of semi tricorn hat and his dreads and his tendril beard. He's, he's like a proper space pirate. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a good figure, uh, very representative of the character um, in the real world. I guess based on the animatronic dude that's uh, that's there in uh, Galaxy's Edge. He's it, sold out everywhere at the moment, isn't he? It's um, difficult to get hold of, but it does look nice. Um, and not the only time we'll be hearing from him tonight, actually. Dan, that comes over to you then. We've got these... Um, this is interesting, so perhaps you could give us a bit of background on this. All of a you sudden, give me, you give me an easy job with this line, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've got this... These are called Celebrate the Saga. So um, they're multi-packed of five POA fi- figures, and there's five in each pack. What is the thinking behind these? Why have we suddenly got... All this. So from what I haven't, I didn't watch the Pulse announcement before I read online. This is the the final hurrah of five POA, at least for the for the foreseeable. So yeah, there's 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 eight packs in total. I mean, they're all different exclusives in the states for various stores, but essentially in the UK, there's two um, Amazon UK sets, which is the Rebel Alliance set, which comes with Han, Luke, Leia, Chewie, and R2, and the Resistance set that comes with Ray, Finn, Poe, C3PO, and BB8, and they are on UK Amazon now for pre-order, and they're twenty nine ninety nine each. Then the other six sets, so you've got Galactic Empire set, which has got. I mean, do you want me to read all these characters out? We're going to be. <laughs> you've got an empire set with uh you've got all the troopers in there and a couple of droids there's galactic republic set which has got four different clone troopers and a battle droid a bounty hunter set with um boba Django, ig88 bosk and r5p8 who is hondo's droid and why he's in a bounty hunter set i don't know but he's there and then in the first order set you've got a hux a phasma um a flame trooper a first uh, order trooper and a black bba unit and mouse droid and then in the jedi order pack you've got a mace anakin yoda obi-wan and an r2 unit i'm not sure which r2 unit that one is and then there's a sith set with a palpatine kylo ren vader maul and tc4 so they're all available on all of the kind of usual places so star Star action figures, um, I think they're on Zavi, they're on in-demand toys, so you can get all of those ones. And again, they're around $29.99 each. Um, so each of these figures, they are all repacks. So I don't think any of them are brand new sculpts, right? So they're either repaint, so all of the R2 units and the various droids are all painted up in different colours um, so, you know, with diff- different designations. All of the human type characters, so your hands and your Lukes and, and characters like that, um, have had all new face scans done. So they are new from that point of view. But anything wearing a mask um, or an alien is is an existing figure that's been re-released. TC4 that is in the Sith set. Yeah. It is the first adaptation figure of him as a character that's ever been released in any scale. But isn't that just a repainted C-3PO? Oh, it might well be, yeah. But yeah, the and there's, time, a few, there's a few like that. There. There's, there's a, a few people units are losing their um, People are losing their minds, though, about TC4 because right. they've not seen him before. And okay. I, I'm not sure what film he's from. Is he from The Phantom Menace, I'm guessing? I don't is know. He, he's one of the prequels, isn't it? It's yeah, Phant- he's not. Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace. Phant- the, um, it's the that's the, that's the silver one at the start, yeah. though. That's, this one's bright red. Yeah, this one's bright red. This is the Sith one. It, it is something to do with Palpatine. Um, and that was TC14, wasn't it? That's yeah. right, yeah. Oh, but I'm, I'm going to shut up. See, 
Hang on, I've this got it here. TC4 is a red TC series protocol droid owned by Senator Palpatine. Yeah, He's programmed so. with a vast knowledge of the money-loving culture of the Swokes. <laughs> <laughs> What's um, the Swoke? What's the we, Swoke? Hang on, Swoke, Swoke Swokes. Sorry, I've got that wrong. Swoke Swokes. Oh, it's the um, Swoke Swokes. Swokes are a sentient species, species native to the Outer Rim. Uh, right. It's so you know when they're going through the market and there's the um, uh, there's the woman uh, behind the behind the stall and um, Jar Jar nicks the thing. Oh, I, yeah. think, I think it's I think it's one of them. Okay. What's that? I can feel my, my, my Oh, what the creature with the funny teeth that growls at him and he spits yeah, it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Big kind of wide mouth thing. This, this is a deep dive, isn't it? <laughs> I was just wondering. I'm just trying to work out how we got there. <laughs> We're there. Let's get back. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, what is everyone's favourite sets? Because you've got everything covered here. I know Dan, you were just saying, oh, there's no, there's no sequel stuff in the mission yeah. fleet stuff. But in here, we have got. We've got prequels, we've got sequels, and we've got OT. It's it's pretty well covered. I mean, if you're a clone a clone fan, that Galactic Republic set has got it all for you, isn't it? There's a Cody in there, Shock Trooper, Double O M Ten is in there. I mean, there's a Battle Droid. It's it's pretty a pretty nice set. But to be honest, I don't mind them, but they they don't really ring my bell. But there's some nice packs here. Now, if I was having to pick one setup of these, I think I would be go for the um, the Galactic Empire with the it's got a snow trooper, tie pilot, scout trooper, sand trooper, and then it's got R2Q5 in it. And I, I really like that set. I think that's kind of as troopers go, kind of really, um, apart from the <laughs> the, the uh, R2 unit, it kind of represents the original trilogy quite well. So, boys, if you were to pick just one set that you were going to add to your collection, if you had to, what, what would you be going for? Uh, if I had to, and I'm going to choose this entirely on aesthetics, the first order set. I just think it looks, it just looks nice with the, the, the limited color palette of black and white and red and silver. It just sort of pops. It just makes a nice set. So that is the Phasma Hux. That set, yeah. Flame Trooper, Mouse Droid, BB9, and whatever the other one is. It just looks, looks nice. Yeah, I can, I can see that. Mark? They don't really do anything for me at all. Well, I can't stand the packaging figures, really. But I think I'd probably go with you, Stu. Galactic Empire set for me. Sand Trooper's always got to be a win, hasn't it? Yeah, definitely. It's quite nice. I quite like the Bounty Hunters as well. But um, the R5 makes no sense in that one for me either. But, hey. Um, Dan? Uh, I'm in the same as Mark. I think, well, I think I'd get the Galactic Republic set just for the troop building and give it to my boy. So he's got all the Hasbro clone ships from Revenge of the Sith, the dropship and the tanks and stuff, and he can fill that up with those. Right, so that is what I was just talking about at the moment, with the clones and stuff. So, mm. yeah, interesting, but I'm not getting the feeling any of us are buying them. No. No. No, well, no. no. I think that's a no all round, but um, could be a last chance for 5 POA, and I'm really surprised you're turning down 40 figures there, so absolute craziness on Mark. But 30, oh. 30 quid for those is... <laughs> steep seems a but, bit... it, but is it though because if they were on individual cards you'd be paying a tenner in what the market for the sequel figures were and there's five yeah. in there and look what they got reduced down to two pound fifty two pound a card in in entertainer they'll be on they'll be in uh b&m home stores in no time then i guarantee it god i hope not <laughs> then i will probably pick them up without wanting them <laughs> 
So let's go over to Black Series because we have had some um, some of them announced. We're going to go to Craig first for the GameStop exclusive. Craig, what exclusive have they got? So they are they are selling a bundle of Jedi Fallen Order uh, along with the Purge Trooper. For those who aren't aware, the Purge Trooper were sort of Vader's death squad, and they helped him and the Inquisitors track down all the Jedi after Order 66. They were the grunts with the guns and featured quite heavily in Jedi Fallen Order, which is why they're 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 packing it um, with the game, which makes perfect sense to me as a character, as a as a as a figure. It's a it's a bit of a Death Trooper mashup, uh, so a black kind of Stormtrooper style armor with um, with a pauldron and a skirt, but a very sort of distinctive sort of bubbly ridged helmet that kind of makes him stand out. Do you like it? Um, it's okay. It's okay. I can see if you were, you know, wanting to put together a run of all the the uh, the evolution of uh, of troopers down the years and all the spin-offs, I could see why you would want it in your collection, but it's not for me really. Right. So, Dan, staying on clone troopers over to Walgreens exclusive. <laughs> so this one, yeah, it's um, the phase one so it'll be from Attack of the Clones, the original version of the clones, and these are the ones obviously with the blue markings. Apparently make him a lieutenant. There are other different colours and designations, but please don't ask me what they are. Um, this one's just gone up on safe this evening. So I think it's six o'clock. They had a, a short video of this. I know it says Walgreens exclusive for the for the US, but yeah, safe are going to have this and uh, um, should be going on order in the next couple of days. Now, this is in the, the new we've seen the packaging for this. This yeah. is in the new style packaging. Yeah. Attack of the Clones. This is the first Attack of the Clones figure we've seen. No, I think we had a couple last one. I think there's four clones they've bought out. I guess what I was saying, don't ask me what designations they are. Um, all phase one were the different colours. So they were, <laughs> they've done all four. I think there's a yellow one, a green one, and a plain white one. And I think they've bought all four out now on, on Attack of the Clones. Yeah. And packaging. Mix up Attack of the Clones with some characters as well, rather than just clones. But mm. I saw um, on the video they showed they actually opened one up and the box i don't know if you remember we were talking about the spine where it's got the artwork and whether it was angled or not it definitely yeah. looks like there's a it's angled off there um so when you're displaying them you're gonna have to have them kind of yeah positioned straight of strangely to get a kind of a, a bookcase vibe hmm be interesting once you've got yours all through to see how that sits because you're buying all these ones aren't you yeah yeah my best car armor oh, mando's on the way that should be in the next few days so i'll be able to tell you because that's in the new packaging oh, review review um mark now mark i i missed the uh pre-sales on this because i did like this not just the figure i liked the packaging and everything for this this is where you're going to tell me you think it's dreadful but a celebration this would have been a celebration exclusive cad bane um cracking figure um and packaging it comes in a really sort of slick slip case uh, and like Dan says it's got that new illustration style down the spine uh, which I think is fantastic we talked about that in a previous show and um, I think we were all universally uh, agreeing that the uh, illustrations and, and that kind of method of collecting the black series was is, is more interesting uh, when you display these things, it just you know the, the new packaging for me works much better than the old style. Um, this particular figure, with it being exclusive, you get a little um, Todo 360 robot figure, 
Um, I mean, I'm, I'm a relative newcomer to the Clone Wars. Um, I'm currently watching them with uh, my lad on uh, Disney+. Plus. And uh, I have to say, I really love the character of Cad Bane. He is really, really cool. So, uh, yeah, no, I think that's a good representation of him. Um, nicely detailed, as, you know, the Black Series figures tends to be. Nice figure, which was originally 30 quid, but having looked at uh, eBay and eBay sold listings, he's uh, going for more than double that now. So, um, yeah, clearly uh, one that is very, very sought after. I've heard that he's going to come out in like a standard box without the slipcase and whatnot. But there is rumours around that he won't include the, the Todo figure. But on the on the side of it, it's got both of them, isn't it? Cad and, and the droid, which is going to look really weird, isn't it, if they... No, that'll, that'll be photoshopped out. That, that'll be layered in, in some, uh, some designer's file and they will just uh, take out the robot, I'm sure, yeah. if, they reduce, if they just release the figure. It's a real shame because I, I just think everything about that if if that was a part of celebration, it'd be. I don't really go in for the exclusives. You know, the queues in Chicago were just mental, and that's if you uh, if you won the lottery over there. You know, it was a a strange setup. But I think I would probably get Dan to stand in the queue during the day and join him late on once he was at the front. Dan, Dan, you must have been up for buying this. Yeah, I did the basket. I, I didn't check out in time, so I almost had it. Came close. I don't think that's the last we've seen. I know they've been a very regular release, but I think there'll be some more of these exclusives coming out. I don't believe they've sold them all that quickly, but maybe they have. I don't know. Uh, Dan, so back to you then. We're, um, we've already seen him in a three and three quarter inch size. Hondo is a Target exclusive in the Black Series. So it's available again for pre-order, like the usual suspects in the UK. It's, um, it is that uh, Galaxy's Edge figure that they had in a box set in the parks. I think we've said last couple of months now they're obviously looking to make up some ground where the parks have been closed and shipping these out singly now. So I think previously you'd have to, I think that you could buy the box set. And I was, when I was out in uh, California earlier in the year, I was going to buy a couple and bring them back just to try and <laughs> offset some of the cost of the holiday, but I, I never got around to it. But yeah, that the figure was, I think the figure on its own was selling for like 50, 60 quid because you could only get it in the parks, but yeah, they've opened the floodgates now and uh, put it out in general release. So my question We've just been talking about the boxes and the packaging. Now, I can only find a face-on yeah. picture of this box. Does this have a an edge to it? Because where does he sit? Good question. <laughs> I think they've done a Galaxy's Edge set. I haven't seen, like you say, I haven't seen the sides of these yet. So I'm no. assuming but last month we were talking about, is it Captain Cardinal? And there was another one as well, these Galaxy's Edge figures. I'm assuming that, and a DJ one as well, wasn't there? You pre-ordered the DJ, was it you said you were going to get? I, I, Detroit. I back. Yeah, I was going to do a focus, wasn't I, on Star Tours, but I just looked at what else I've got going on at the moment and thought, what are you doing? Uh, I think all will become apparent when it gets released. Yeah, I'd assume that there's a Galaxy's Edge-themed spine set. Okay. Well, that, that, that leads us on to the next one, because this is also a Galaxy's Edge figure as well. Mark, the Mountain Trooper. Looks quite nice, actually, as a figure. Love it. Uh, it's it's sort of a cross between uh, a Scarif Trooper, which I loved from Rogue One, and um, the Patrol Trooper from Solo. Really slick looking design. Love the helmet design. It's got like sort of Biker Scout goggles. But like I say, it's it's got a sort of Scarif Trooper. I think that's the basis for it. It's um, it's a kind of mishmash. It's got like a, a coloured shoulder. Um, I don't know where these figure into uh, the whole sort of Star Wars ethos. 
But yeah, no, nice, nice looking figure. And again, I don't know whether this, I can't find a picture of the spine. So I don't know whether there's going to be an illustration done in the same style and how, like I say, how that fits into sort of scheme of things with this uh, new uh, illustration design. Yeah, love it. Cracking figure. Yeah, I'm not normally very keen on the figures, like like the the ones from the games and that. I, I get that they're nice, but I have no relation to what the figure is or the character. But but this just, I don't know where this sits, like you just said, but it does look a nice figure. Dan, you've, you've been Galaxy's Edge. Are these guys roaming around? I never saw them. I saw Kylo Ren and a bunch of Stormtroopers, and that was about it. Yeah. yeah. I, do, I do wonder what it is about this particular configuration of armour that makes it well-suited to mountains. <laughs> There is a big mountain at the back, so I don't know whether they're up there somewhere. I like it. I like it. And then more recently announced, I I take it this is from another game, isn't it? Knights Knights of the Republic, is it? Yeah. Tell me about this figure, Dan. I've tried to penetrate the Wikipedia page, but it's just so dense of information about this character. Yeah, I've kind of lost the will to live with it a bit. He's a Sith, obviously. Um, Wait, wait, can you tell us what character it is? Darth Nihilus. Darth Nihilus, yeah, there you go. We hadn't named him there. I think the most interesting thing I could find about this this character was that I don't know if any of you are familiar with um, Miyazaki's Spirited Away, the anime. Have you ever watched that? Yeah. And you know the character No-Face or Faceless, the ghost? He's based on that. So the guys that designed him based him on that design. Um, Yeah, he's he's got a white mask and Sith robes and not very nice, allegedly. So, yeah, it looks great, though. I think some people got quite excited by this. There's another character, Revan, as well, that um, I think they've, they've released as well as just the Jedi Revan rather than the Darth Revan. And, yeah, people have got all excited about it. Um, but, yeah, he's from the uh, um, Knights of the Old Republic game and a few novels. I mean, Craig, you might know a bit more about him. But... Oh, a lot, a lot <laughs> of love for that, which is, uh, you know, it's, um, surprising your book choice didn't get further. But we'll talk about that another time. <laughs> <laughs> not really surprising but they're back to it yeah. <laughs> so yeah that's Darth Nihilus <laughs> not else to say he's, he's got he's another game uh, GameStop exclusive but he is available in the UK he's uh, another one you can't see the spine to isn't it <laughs> yeah they're being a bit devious there they are maybe they've they not are. designed it yet maybe so Craig rounding off the Black Series I don't think we've covered these at all yet so perhaps we could <laughs> delve into these at some point is the Force FX lightsabers has been a new one announced. This one's quite interesting, isn't it? Yeah, so they've released uh, Palpatine's lightsaber. And um, as one of the key lightsaber-wielding Sith, it makes a lot of sense that they've got around to doing this one. And of all the lightsabers, it's probably the most blingiest, isn't it? Given his uh, his stature and standing in the uh, in the scheme of things, um, and it it looks great. You know, the, these things are made with a lot of love and a lot of detail. Um, it's got a metal hilt so it's it's the real deal it's uh it's 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 made out of uh it's made out of metal and it's got everything you'd expect it lights up uh and it's got sound effects but it's not just limited to the lightsaber turning on and off and it clashing there are buttons on the hilt that can activate other sounds so i think there's a that there's sort of what they're describing as a wall cutting effect and interestingly lightning so presumably you can sort of make the sound if not the visual effect of force lightning with this lightsaber which is quite interesting um, and it comes with a stand which is always one of the things that any lightsaber i've bought it's kind of you know leans up in <laughs> leans up in the corner um, whereas this comes with a stand which kind of makes it nice to display and retails around 250 quid bargain um due for release they should already be out shouldn't they 
Uh, yeah, I think so. It's available. Oh, beginning of December. December 1st, they are looking yeah. out for a release. Just in time for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Craig wants a lightsaber for Christmas. Let's let's move on to, I think we covered in episode one or two or something. We, You actually, I think I gave it to you then, Dan, as well. Yeah, yeah, um, you did. A rundown. <laughs> in fairness, at that point, there was hundreds of the bloody things. There's not so many on these. Because the Funko is gone with some wonderful 40th anniversary Star Wars pops. I'm sure there's been other pops out that we have missed, but some of these are quite fun, aren't they? Yeah. So there's, uh, how many have we got? So the Empire ones we're going to talk about, we've got four of those. So there's uh, these are all deluxe ones, so they're a little, big, little bit bigger with the, than the reg- regular pops. And I've got bases as well. So we've got uh, a Wampa, a Probe Droid that looks quite good. Um, my favourite, which is Han standing over a dead tonton with a lightsaber ignited ready to spill his guts uh a layer in a command center um yeah so they're all of the the empire strikes back one and then there's some uh, a few more sets they did for i think they was for celebration and due to be just general convention exclusives um some concept um ralph mcquarrie concept design so there's a darth vader uh, a luke star killer a chewbacca if you remember that design it looks more like zeb out of uh Rebels and the Chewbacca we know and love. Um, another white Boba Fett and a 10-inch Stormtrooper, which isn't concept. He's just a, a pretty big Stormtrooper. And the other one, which I know Stuart was excited about, is the Lessons in the Force, which is Yoda raising the, an X-Wing out of the swamp at Dagobah, which is quite nice. And Anyone like any of these? Does anyone Does anyone ever go and treat themselves to a pop? I normally get them bought for me. Um, the hand, the hand, and dead tontons. The only one out of that lot. I think it'd look quite cool, and I don't think I've ever seen that scene represented anyway. And it's it's quite dark humour when you sit down and think about it. <laughs> I thought they've it's not bad on the outside. They've announced two more, haven't they, in the last day or two? The um, the Luke and Leah flashback training figures from Rise of Skywalker with the little helmets. Oh, I, I haven't seen that. No. Oh, look at me! Up to the minute, like a proper journalist. Um, yeah. Google it. <laughs> they're, they're, um, they, I think it might even have been today they were announced. The days merge into one, don't they? Interesting figures to pick up on because I imagine, you know, certainly they're not making a lot of sequel stuff in uh, in any other scale. So it might be the only chance you get to, to buy representations of that of those figures. Well, something else to check out. And I'm, I'm surprised. I'm, I should think Mark is pre-ordering the probe droid for his focus. I do like that probe. probe. <laughs> <laughs> it really, it really is, isn't it? I mean, it, and, it and would go well, wouldn't it? And they've managed to make it look cute. I think it's, I think it's pretty cool. Um, I, I really like it. Actually, as as a whole line, as when you look through them, they're all quite quite cool, actually, aren't they? The Wampa is kind of aggressive but cute, like you say. The Pro Droid is brilliant. The hand and the Tonton's brilliant. And even Chewy coming out from behind his little—he looks like he's a uh, just like a little puppy, doesn't he? I think the Funkos get really quite a bad press, don't they? It's because they're so, you know, every uh, science fiction event, you know, Comic-Con or whatever, there's just mountains and mountains of them. Our Forbidden Planet, you know, the, the, it's on two floors and the whole whole of the first floor is just full of Funkos, row after row after row. It's bizarre. HMV's the same, it's full of them. No videos or DVDs or uh, CDs, it's all bloody Funkos. And, and, and some of the figures are really, really random. You know, some bizarre choices. And I, I think if the, if it wasn't so over-prescribed, uh, sort of overproduced, 
I think they probably get a lot more people on board, but I have bought quite a few for my little boy because he, he does like them. He, he, he collects uh, sort of several different lines of them. He, he, re he really enjoys them, but for me, no, no, it would be a, a cold day in hell when uh, I start buying Funkos from my collection. Dan goes to a really cool, funky hairdresser's where he's got loads of them on display. I've been there for a while, I've been in lockdown. I remembered though, Dan, didn't I? Yeah, I was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dan. Guess what I've just remembered? What's that? Should have done this in the intro. Oh, go on, what? Custard guys. I know. I was talking. I was thinking of it when we did the uh, when we was talking about the uh, tentative fork hallway. Oh, how have I missed that, listeners? Last month, um, Dan affectionately calls customizers custard custard people. So, uh, yeah, if you ever hear him refer to you as a custard person, you know what he's talking about. Very sweet. Talk about cute. There you go, Dan. <laughs> Thought you got away with that one, didn't you? Not really. Oh, I see. <laughs> Um, I think we need to cover Lego at some point in a bit of depth because there has been some amazing Lego sets through the decades. I mean, some standout sets. But I had to bring up the um, the latest set that was announced, uh, one of these big, big sets that they released. Now, this is, this is brilliant, in my opinion. And I'm coming to you, Mark, because I never know whether you're going to like things or not. But Lego is so, so much fun. We're talking about the Moss Eisley Cantina. What can you tell us about it? And do you like it? Oh, oh, mate. Oh, mate. I think it's fantastic. I really, really do. Um, it, 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 it's very rare that something new comes out and I think, oh, my, I must, must have that. And I don't collect Star Wars Lego, even though I do have a, a sort of long standing history with it, buying it when it first came out in 1999. And, uh, buying absolutely mountains of the stuff for my lads uh, for birthdays and Christmases and stuff like that. Um, but there's never really been a set where I've thought, oh, my, I've got to have that. All these UCS collector sets, um, you know, Star Destroyers, the last Millennium Falcon they bought out was fantastic. But I never had that sort of urge to actually buy one. Because uh, these are considered purchases. I mean, this one's over 300 quid. So that gives you an idea of, A, the amount of Lego involved and how big this set is. So, yeah, it's it's not cheap. But I think you would quite easily get 300 quid's worth of pleasure just looking at the box, to be honest with you. Um, it's, it's a work of art. It's a masterpiece. For me, when you think about when you were little and you were playing with Lego and you were thinking to yourself, wouldn't it be great if they did Star Wars Lego? This is the set that would ultimately you would piece together in your, you know, dream. If you were given three wishes, this was, would be what you would create. And I think Lego have absolutely knocked it out of the park on this one. Um, the figures, the set, it, how it opens out, the speeders that you get with it, uh, you get that sort of... Um, uh, I can't remember the name of the, the speeder you get with it, but it's it's the one you see in the background with the three square jets at the top. You see that flying pass. It's got that in it. It's got that little round sort of hovery, hover type speeder that sits outside the entrance. It's got a, a new uh, sculpted Jewback figure, um, and it's got uh, sort of several, I think there's 21 figures with the set. 
and uh, nearly half of those are exclusives. So you get um, Ponda Baba, Dr. Evazan, uh, Sand Trooper, uh, Garindan, the Imperial Spy, Sand Trooper, Luke Ben, 3PO-R2, Han Chewie, Greedo, and a couple of the aliens, and the Cantina Band. And this thing opens out. And that's what I love about this, it is you could have this on display, open it out, and look at it for hours. They've got it absolutely nailed. I think it's, I think it's fantastic. Now, does that answer your question, Stu? Stu, you know you said you've got about five Mark Daniels on your uh, Skype phone book. Are you sure you rang the right one up? Yeah. He's been, has, <laughs> I think we um, got the wrong one. <laughs> he's obviously had a very good day because he's in a very, very positive mood tonight. I've, I've had some choice drugs. <laughs> I agree with you on this set, Mark. I think it's the, the cantina scene is is probably my favourite scene ever because as a kid, just the aliens just used to fascinate me. And they have smashed the aliens on this set, haven't they? I mean, the little cave figure is incredible. His massive ears is just is just smashing. And then like the ones you just don't see very often. What's the geezer with the horns on his head called? Uh, I don't know. No, nor do I. Craig must know. He's a de- he's a Deveronian, isn't he? What's he called? He was, we talked about this the other night. With uh, he's in the book. Yeah, uh, there's another one of him in Mandalorian as well, isn't there? When they do the prison break, the big guy I, fights a Lego figure of him. Who ever thought they were going to get that? It's just it's just brilliant. The Wooer just looks more and more like you, Dan. Every time I see it, he's just got that kind of God. Yeah, I forgot they got the figure of the, the barman in there as well. Yeah, it's just brilliant. The band. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm with you, Mark, and um. The good thing is about these these sets that they bring out, even the packaging, the, the black box is, is so smart looking. It's a masterpiece. Yeah. 3,187 pieces, 18 years above. Uh, do you know something, Matt? I'm going I'm to go out on a limb here, and I'm going to say, I think that's bloody cheap for what you've got there, because, you know, I think you would easily have that amount of enjoyment just looking at that over time. I really do. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, totally agree with you. I've got because they've released small bits of it, haven't they? I've got um, a little tiny set of it with it's got Greedo and Han and that scene in it, and Luke's land speeder and whatnot came out a few years back. But this is just a whole new level. And like you say, you can close it up so it looks like the canteen from the outside. But when it opens, it's just an absolute delight. It's um, I Joe, what I undenied about the the Death Star for years, and I really enjoyed the build on that. But this is just, oh, I think I need it as well. I'm, I'm definitely buying one. you know no question i'm definitely buying one well well so positive and just even with the lego i know we we should probably shout out now i had the lego star wars calendar last year advent calendar it's coming up to christmas 25 quid at the moment in the lego store i don't think you could go wrong for that for a bit of christmas fun i mean this year it's got darth vader in it he's got his cape on he's got his helmet on he's got his trousers on but he's got christmas jumper with the death star on it in the middle (laughs) I mean, do you know what I mean? Little things like that are superb, you know? I'm just, just looking at the picture now. You've got a ray in there. I mean, minifigure-wise, you've got five or six minifigures, which, you know, you've got it covered straight away with your money. Little X-Wing, that looks like the Razor Crest in the air there. So there's loads going on this I've year. I've had that the, for the last eight, six or seven years I've been buying them. They're great. They're really they good. are great sets, aren't they? And yeah. um, they only go up in value as well, as long as you keep your box nice. But that's got a tiny, tiny, um, it's got, oh, what do you call it, Luke's homestead in it. It's just, just brilliant. Yeah, we oh, need to do a Lego show. Yeah, I think we need to give uh, Lego a bit of love. Um, There's loads of new stuff out. 
tons of it. Yeah. That, that, that Razor Crest that just come out, I've picked that up for Christmas for the boy. But yeah, there's, there's loads of, I was in Lego store the other day, there's lots of new stuff. Definitely, definitely. I think, um, I think December we need to do some, maybe some Christmas shows with connections to certain, certain areas. But, but the Athen Canada's brilliant. But have you seen also those, um, like the montage things, like a picture for the wall? Yeah. Have you seen them? You make them up out of little dots. Yeah, little dots of Lego, which they clip onto like a board, but just got the Darth Maul one on. But they're retailing at 115 quid, but you got Vader and Maul. But, um, yeah, you just create a picture of that. That goes up on the up on your wall, and um, yeah, a bit something a bit different again. I think it just highlights just how versatile Lego is. You know, I've seen uh, portraits of Marilyn um, Monroe, the Beatles, uh, Hendrix in different sets and stuff like that. And it's just amazing. And it's such a versatile medium. It's uh, appeals so many different levels. I, you know, Lego, Lego will remain one of the best toys ever invented. I think they, I think it's nice as well. They do quite a few different levels of, so this year, actually, I'm just looking around my office. I've built one, two, I've built four Lego sets this year, which range from the 20 pound pod racer, which is a great little build. It, well, it only took an hour to build, probably quicker than that if you were getting stuck into it. To Yoda, the Yoda figure, which was like 90 quid. To the Stormtrooper bust, the helmet, which was, I think, 50 quid. To the Death Star, which was over 400 quid. I, I mean, any level, they were all fun to build, you know? I think there's so much um, so much enjoyment from them. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely on for a Lego show, I think. We should, we should uh, get a cheap fly out to Billund and, and have the show but makes the show in the uh, the Lego house that's an yes. experience amazing place have you been out there have you yeah it's just you know in, in terms of the world of brand activation it's just next level I mean everything the detail of everything is just amazing I think my favorite bit is you, you build your build your menu in the cafe so each brick represents a different uh, dish uh, you build your little model and you scan it in and then it it gets delivered by Gin Robots. It's amazing. Brilliant. A very, very positive release there. I'm looking forward to um, to seeing where that, where that goes.
one area which we discussed in episode one and we then had a, a standalone show with our friend Christopher James Leddy over on the Sixth Scale Scavenger site. We haven't spoken about Hot Toys too much. I've had an ESB one arrive today. I'm in the middle of a payment plan for IG-11. Whenever I go on Sideshow, I just get pulled in. I mean, they're really, really incredible. I, I love everything they release. I just, I just think they look beautiful. And they've gone and released a load more figures. Now, we're only going to touch a few of them that they've announced. But coming to you first, Craig, this one's going to be extremely popular. Such, an, such a popular character um, in the Star Wars world. And that is Ahsoka Tano. Yes. Says, figure. Hot Toys have done Ahsoka. And they've gone for the more mature Ahsoka from the final season of Rebels. So it's not the uh, questionable underage teenager in a boob tube. What was, what was Dave Filoni thinking? That wouldn't fly now. So it's a, it's a real-world version. It's not the cartoony version. And, and interesting, you know, we, we know that they've cast uh, Rosario Dawson as sort of an older Ahsoka in the Mandalorian upcoming season. And um, begs the question, does this, does this hold up? You know, would you buy this knowing that there's going to be a real actress cast and there's going to be a real likeness? And I, and I did, before the show, compare sort of the face sculpt and some pictures of a younger uh, Rosario Dawson. And, it, you know, with orange skin and face markings, I think it could pass. Kind of satisfied myself that it had the right look. They say um, in the write-up it's a stunning likeness, but they don't say <laughs> who it's a stunning likeness to. It's got articulated head tails, a unique body, finely tailored outfit and armor pieces, her iconic lightsabers, a cloak and a display lay base so it doesn't come with a, with, with a, the same amount that some of them do um but obviously enough there to get some nice poses and uh a nice a nice addition to uh to a collection i think not due out over a year is it due for Estimate around november october 2021 to december 2021 yeah yeah just looking at the payment plan if you started that which if you like these things they are a great way of getting getting them you know 45 quid a month for four months August to November, and the figure is yours. It's like I say, I've done that with a few figures when they're a pre-order, and you don't really notice it too much. And it's kind of a at the end of it, you got a figure on the way to you. And but I can see this being really popular because of who it is, and um, not hanging around for very long. But um, yeah, already available pre-order, two hundred pounds if you're interested in a bit of a soaker. So coming to you, Dan, another brand new, uh, brand new choice. And that is uh, the 501st Battalion Clone Trooper. Yeah, so this is designed to sit alongside the Ahsoka. So it's from the final arc of the Clone Wars. It's the the Clone Trooper with the orange, I suppose, Ahsoka markings on the helmet. But it's, it's a lot more than that as well. I mean, I'm looking at the deluxe version on hot toys website yeah so it's a yeah clone trooper it's got uh i think it's a, an existing body that they've reused but the helmets are new um there's a massive list of accessories that this comes with um so it's got three different the deluxe deluxe version has got three different helmets it's got the the 501st phase one helmet the phase two helmet and now this new orange helmet as well as thermal detonators guns a rocket pack it's 30 centimeters tall and it looks really good. I think. It, I think it I, for me personally, is it something that I'd go and buy? Uh, you know, I'd probably go more of an OT character. But from a, you know, uh, if someone walked in someone's house and had this on the shelf, it would look. Yeah, I bet it would look fantastic. I think you're right. I think people that um, buy the clones would they would look good if they're all together. I would not for it either, but it does look nice. It does look nice. They're it comes amazing. with a ton of stuff with it. Yeah, they always do. I mean, that ESP Yoda I bought today. That's quite an old one now. You can't get it anymore. But that comes with no end of stuff, and the base for it is 
beautiful. It's all twiggy and whatnot, and it comes with two different Yoda heads. So you can have him with his eyes closed. I just get so excited when I see these, and none, none more so. Mark, I've given you this one with Luke Snowspeeder pilot comes out next April. I've got this on pre-order. How great is this figure? I tell you what, it's money well spent as far as I'm concerned, because that is one hell of a cool looking figure. Um, I think the coolest thing about this figure is the weathering on the uniform. They've kind of muddied it up a bit. So so it's it looks used, which Star Wars is obviously famous for um, uh, creating a used uh, environment and a used universe. It's just a stunning looking figure and comes with... A light-up lightsaber, LED lightsaber, and how cool is that? A grapple gun, which he uses, obviously, to get up to the attack. The thermal detonator, a blaster, interchangeable hands, which, obviously, a lot of them do come as. And a base. I'm not a big fan of the base, if I'm honest with you. But as a standalone figure, I mean, for what it costs, again, I think I think it's worth every single penny. It's a beautiful, beautiful figure. You talk about the weathering, the helmet has been um, proper weather, doesn't it? Proper battered up to, I really, really like it. Yeah, yeah. They've, they've nailed it. And also that kind of, they've even mismatched the trousers with the jacket, so this slightly different tone. Yeah, I know, it looks fantastic. Yeah, as soon as I saw it. The, the only thing that I'm not so keen on, we're going to talk about two other figures in a minute. This is in the 40th range, and I'm not as keen on the boxes. These are the boxes with the window on the front which are nice enough, but I wouldn't display them in the box, but I prefer the nice big black kind of classy kind of traditional Hot Toys boxes. I'm going to disagree with you 100% now, mate. I think the new boxes look far better. Mm, I think when you, you there's, there's not a picture with the Luke, is there? But if you go to the, the Vader or the Fet, I, yeah, I just, I prefer them when they're, they're sealed up and you open them up and they've got all the bits everywhere. And No, see, I'm going to have to give you a slap, mate. I'm sorry. Craig, well, what about you on that? I think, I mean, you think about buying toys, and I remember I buying my first Hot Toys. I don't think it was a Star Wars one. I think it was um, was Selena Kyle. And it's more akin to opening a new iPhone than it is a toy. It had a very, very different feel, sort of that that kind of lidded box, sliding it open, seeing it all laid out. So I think, um, yeah, I think I agree with you, Stu. Sorry, Mark. uh, it, It put it in a different league as an experience. How's that? I, th- I just think that when you see so the Vader box, when you see all the stuff that's by Vader's feet in that image, that's got to be that's going to be on show somewhere in an open window box. And I just think it's too much stuff. And I think you're right. So the traditional box you have just got is, is black with an image of the figure with Star Wars kind of in a, a gold kind of writing all embedded into the box. And I think you're right. You slide it off that experience of it. I've got the odor now. And then when you take the lid off, you then have another piece of cardboard with images of it mm. like the yoda's got him with his eyes closed kind of raising rocks and sitting looking thoughtful i just um i just i don't display the boxes in fairness i take the figures out i just yeah. think they're um yeah there's something really next level with them i wonder how many are sold off the shelf versus you know pre-ordered online because you know these these things sell out of pre-order i don't imagine they 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 have to do the job of uh you know a regular mainstream toy sitting on the shelf having that appeal, somebody catching somebody's eye and going over to it. So I think there's a bit of wriggle room to do something different with them. You don't have to have everything on display, do you? No. And I I don't think you'll see those window boxes after the 40th anniversary. I think that is just for this range, isn't it? I think the Luke Bespin will probably come out in one of them as well. But I love them. But a great figure, Mark. I do agree with you on that one. It's um, look forward to that. Now, these have all come out since we've last spoken about Hot Toys or been announced. Um, But I just wanted to go back and touch on them because we didn't we didn't cover them and first of all craig 
is the child, which is a life-size figure. Well, you think, well, life-size could be huge. <laughs> it's 30, it's 36 centimetres, so it's not you know, really much taller than uh, than a regular hot toys but i guess it's the it's the bulk of it that that gives it its its presence you know i mean you look at these these baby yoda toys and figures that are out there they, they really have got every scale and every price point covered and i guess this has to be the ultimate so they're describing it as being hyper realistic it's articulated uh, so you can uh, put it into different poses it's not just like a, a garden gnome you know they've gone to town with the detail the arms move the head moves Everything's kind of been tailored. Um, you get a, the little silver knob from the razor crest with it. Um, you get the mythosaur necklace uh, and uh, some interchangeable hands, so you can have it sort of posing, using the force, holding these items. But interestingly, what they've what they've also included is is interchangeable ears. So they've got ears that kind of point up and ears that point down, a little bit more kind of pensive pose. And that's the bit that lets it down for me because everything else is kind of hidden. All the joints and things are hidden by the clothes, but. You know, they've tried to hide the join of these ears kind of as in the folds of his skin. It's quite noticeable on some of the pictures. And that kind of detracts for me for the, for the sake of having ears up and ears down. You know, they maybe could have wired them with an armature or something. But yeah, it's the, the one bit that I kind of looked at and thought, mm, that's a shame they've done that. Yeah, it is. It is, does quite stand out. There's a couple of pictures of it sideways on and it's, yeah, it is. It's very noticeable. Sticks out, doesn't it? But other than that, you'd think it was the prop. They've got actually got a, an image on the site with it alongside the Mandalorian standard figure. It does look quite big and chunky compared to that because I think it's the width of it makes it uh, seem a lot, lot bigger. But oh yeah, it's going to be a talking point, isn't it? Get this. Yeah. In it. Would anyone go in for that? I reckon your daughter would. Oh, she would love it, mate. My other one still gets put to bed. I was, I was only talking to Grant yesterday, and um, I pre-ordered the deluxe Mando with the small child in the like crib thing because I thought, well, my IG11 is going to look a little bit look a bit lost as a figure without a main figure from that show. And he was going, oh, I'm um and ahhing about it between that and the this. So you know, just be interested to know what what you boys would choose out of uh, those options. I'd go with the the, the the single figure of the Mando and the, and the child. I think something like that is quite specialist if you have something like that in your house and it just feels like it's a bit too soon you know the character hasn't really had a chance to breathe they've done six you know essentially was it eight episodes so far you think you know that feels like something they'd release you know if, you know a couple of serious time when it's all established it just feels a bit too soon to me but you know a, a, a 12 inch figure and a and a baby yoda feels feels more uh I know, it just feels the right level at this point. I'm sure there is a market for the, this kind of thing, but it's 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 not aimed at me, mate. That's for sure. I did look at it, but no, it doesn't doesn't flick my switch as a as a figure. Now, Dan, we've just been just mentioned the Vader while we were talking about the packaging for Luke, but in that same run, we have had Fett and Vader both up on pre-orders. So the Fett is in vintage colours, so similar to what Hasbro did with the 40th anniversary exclusive last year they've they've done the toys have done the same with with their boba fett and giving him a new paint job so he looks like he's a, a vintage action figure uh, again i don't know if i'd pick this one up i think if i was going to go in for a hot toy i'd want the i'd want it to look realistic this looks a bit like a 70s toy <laughs> you know what i mean um and the vader he looked it does look really good i know i keep going about my hyper real but this one yeah looks awesome he's got um um light up chest plate um he's he's got a removable helmet it just it just looks awesome i mean i'm not i'm not in on these at all i don't own a hot toy but yeah that one is very tempting but the game the with the packaging like you're saying it, it, it for something like that you wouldn't keep it in the box would you would you would you keep a hot toy in a box i don't i feel like I, I get everyone out every time 
I don't I don't get what anyone would spend that much money on something and keep it in the box. Well, they go back in the box quite nicely anyway. It's not yeah. like you're damaging yeah. the packaging because they are. They do just slide off. But um Yeah. What do you think of that with that fat? It, it don't it doesn't feel right. It's a bit gimmicky. I mean I get it if you've already got one and you're all in the hot toys, you go and buy it, but for someone who hasn't stepping in, it doesn't feel the, the right no. the right figure for me. <laughs> Interesting idea, but um yeah, I'm sure there'll be people lapping it up, but yeah. Mark, I'm coming over to you for this. Now, I know this is prequels and um, it probably doesn't flick your switch for when it comes to, to things, but it was quite an interesting figure because this is actually, this one is available for pre-order. Isn't due until the beginning of 2022. So they're putting this out there early and that is the Anakin Skywalker and STAP. This is obviously a, a special edition one. What, what do you think about this? If, this? if this is an area of Star Wars that you're into, then I, I totally understand. I totally get it. It's a really beautiful looking figure and uh, it's, it's a big chunk for your money as well. I mean, that's going to take up some considerable space on display when you uh, have him sat on that stat because I know I know there's not a, a lot to that vehicle, but when you add the figure to it, um, that it's going to be quite tall and it would look great on display, but crikey. They've got the weathering on the, the staff really nicely done. And, and also what they've got is this um, movable lightsaber uh, element to the figure. So it's it, it's a, a blade that you stick into the hilt and it's like a fan shape. So when you put the LED on, it actually looks like the lightsaber is sort of moving very uh, quickly. Really cool little trick. Um, lovely little arm and nice detail and you get that with the um, Luke Snowspeeder um, Hot Toys figure that we just spoke about um, so obviously this is going to be something that you're going to see in other figures with lightsabers one in my Dooku figure as well yeah you can't you can't fault it I mean it, it's, it's fantastic beautiful thing yeah because I don't know if you flick through the photos there is actually a picture near the end of him with a, a Clone Wars Obi-Wan as well and the two of them together I mean I like the Clone Wars, but I haven't gone down anything yet collector-wise, but they do look smart together. And they, 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 the, the holograms that, that, that come with the figure, like you say, we've got the, the, the Obi-Wan, Yoda and uh, Soka Tano, great. It's nice, even when he put his poncho on, it comes with so much stuff again, doesn't it? Yeah. nice about this is um, you've got something to interact with. So some of the poses on these on these promotional shots are brilliant. He's hanging off one side and leaning back on the thing. It's you know, it gives it so much more dynamism that, you know, just a stand you wouldn't get, you know. Now, boys, there, there's been some amazing, just, just what we've just talked about there. They're all fantastic figures. There's no no doubt about it. But there's a lot of Star Wars at the moment when it comes to Hot Toys. Anything else that's been picking your fancy on there? Because there's stuff on there that's that's announced, but it's got no release date or any information on there yet. I'm, I'm intrigued by the uh, the Jedi Starfighter. I mean, that must be huge. Well, if it's to scatter these toys, yeah, it was going to be, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, that's like, yeah. So they 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 showed it at um, San Diego last year. Yeah. If they're going to start trotting ships out in this scale, that's uh, that's an interesting development, isn't it? I really quite um quite tempted by things like the um the R five as well, which I know hasn't got a date on yet. But he looks nice as well, and the scout troop on the speeder bike. I think that's just um come up for pre order, isn't it? Yeah, that Jedi Starfighter is enormous. It's going to be enormous, isn't it? It does say six scale, so that's on a on a par with the uh, the sail barge, isn't it? I mean, that's. But when you look at the image that's that's on the site, you think that Anakin is in the in the cockpit, he, and he looks tiny compared to the rest of the. Yeah. That is going to be quite some um, some piece, isn't it? That'll fit in your shed, Jay. Shed. Garage, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. Tiki bar. Oh yeah, can't wait, mate. 
the Padme figure looks nice because my, my thing with Hot Toys was always to have a shelf with a couple of Hot Toys in to represent each film and each TV show. That was always been what my long-term plan on it. So, right. Well, Dan, I want to see you break your Hot Toys. I, I, I struggle with these and the prices, I'll be honest with you. I just, I can't see myself parting with a cash unless one comes up cheap on eBay. It's a lot of money, isn't it? It'll have to be the right one. I haven't seen it yet. The Vade is close, but yeah, I'm not sure if I'd want to drop 200. I mean, how much does it cost to get them over here? Uh, it's 40 quid shipping if you go via Sideshow. The Vader and Tarkin 2-pack, mate, oh, it's, it's about 700 quid now in the secondary market. Wow. But that was an incredible, incredible set. The Tarkin's beautiful. He had his chair with him and then Vader standing behind him. But if you ever get the chance to pick that set up, that is, it's just brilliant. But um, I think you should get yourself a, a wicket. I've already got you. Oh, but it's only 157 quid, mate. You're free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. Right then, so we all like topic five. And what I like this month is no one has named what they're choosing. So if you're first, you're going to be uh, very happy with this. Now, well, Mark's was... in trouble because he can't pick a vintage figure this month. Do you know what? I nearly oh. picked an OT character and I thought, no. <laughs> Mark needs to have a look and decide on something different. So we have gone. She's in the news because of the Hot Toys. We've gone with Ahsoka Tano. And I'm coming to Mark first. So, Mark, I'm giving you the full range. So there must be something you can find. Ahsoka Tano, look at all those old figures. Beautiful. They all look like dog shit, mate, to be honest with you. <laughs> Especially oh, the one with a space helmet. Oh, hey, I was going to go doing, for that one. were doing so well. Oh, man. Can I go for a Lego figure? Because at, yeah, at, at least that is cool. You know, it's Lego. I'd go for the Lego figure. My my little boy's got a bit of a crush on uh, Ashoka Tano. He, he he keeps very quiet about it, but he's got a bit of a crush. It's ever so weird because you know his first crush is a, a, an alien Jedi. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what though? It's weird, isn't it? When I was young, I always fancied women that had not normal skin colours. Like if they were blue, I, I used to fancy Smurfette. Always had a hots for Marge Simpson. Perhaps it's just um, something that's built into us. And now I love I love a Twi'lek with like, bright blue skin and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I've, always, I've always been very dubious oh. about you, mate. You, there's something about you that ain't quite right, is there? <laughs> <laughs> I just hope my lad doesn't, doesn't do that like you. Listen. Real problems. Right, okay then. So Lego you've gone with Lego figure, which um, I don't think you can go wrong with. Uh, Dan, what, what would you choose? I'm going to go with the 2012 Vintage Collection figure. Um, I've got that one. I've got it in a Black Series. It's, it's a Black Series. Free, when we're releasing the three and three quarter inches on Black Series boxes. Yeah, it's a nice figure, fully articulated, couple of lightsabers. Looks like a soaker. It's quite a highly sought after figure now, isn't it? I think it's... Uh, on the Vintage card back is, yeah. Yeah, I think quite it a bit. reaches quite a high amount on the secondary market. Which is why I cheaped out and got it in a box. <laughs> <laughs> From the entertainer for about five quid. <laughs> it is um, a, a nice choice. I do I do like it. And Craig? Hi, I'm going to go with 2009's Ahsoka from Cargo of Doom. Cargo, not very interesting. Cargo of Doom. That sounds like a show I want to watch. I like it because of the big uh, Goldfish Bowl 1950s retro helmet. She looks like she's just come off a off a pulp novel from uh yeah from the mid century. I, I think it's I think it's fun. Quite like it actually. I quite like her outfit and stuff. I um, remember seeing it, you know, when it came on the show and thinking that's kind of a nice nod to old sci-fi. It's uh you know, I like I like the fact they've done that, the big the big golfish ball helmet, space suit. It's 
good. I was looking through them actually. Some some of them look a little um a little off, don't they? Face sculpt wise. I mean, I picked up a massive massive job lot. And it was most of it was like modern figures, and in it was um these pair of flippers in all the um weapons and things. I thought, what the hell are they? And it was only when I was going through the figures and I was using um jedibusiness.com to identify it that i came across ahsoka the figure i got of ahsoka with scuba diving gear having at that point not seen the episode i thought what on earth is this malarkey but um quite like the figure actually once i got all the bits put back on her thought she was quite nice but i think her uh, most recent updated figures are the best the star wars rebel set um from the force awakens i think it's a a good sculpt when the one she cut that came with darth vader in the two-pack yeah yeah, Harrison's she looks, got that. Um, yeah, I think she looks pretty good in that. In that, I mean, the first, um, the first one, which was packed with Rot of the Heart. I just, I mean, it looks like someone's made her out of Play-Doh. I mean, the face just looks off. Now I've seen the thing in the backpack. I actually want the figure. That's amazing. I must admit, actually, um, as a range of figures, considering how popular she is, and I know Christopher, we've all just mentioned Christopher James Leddy in um in the Hot Toys thing, but he's actually um an Ahsoka Tano focus collector. So maybe down the line I'll have to get him on because I'd be very interested to know what's going on in his mind when he's making these purchases. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you could tell it's getting late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Three uh three very interesting interesting choices. Hello my friend. It is good to see you again. I don't understand. I met you once, for a few moments. I don't even know your name. His name is Senator Bail Organa. And the crews of the Blockade Runners? Members of other rebel cells. There are other cells. We're a cell? Wait, did you know we were a cell? Um, no. We weren't supposed to meet. That way, if captured, we couldn't reveal the other rebels to the Empire. That was the protocol. The protocol has changed. Fulcrum. Ahsoka. My name is Ahsoka Tano. Why did you come here? Because of you and your apprentice. Many in this system and beyond have heard your message. You gave them hope in their darkest times. We didn't want that hope to die. Anything modern that you're looking forward to that you might have heard us on the uh, horizon? We've, we've got Mark's going to delve deep into, uh, into Lego. And Craig's going to set himself up a... Um, what were you setting up a shelf of? Something to do with all the troopers in order. I like that. That would be good, but I haven't got the, the time or the finances for that nonsense. Well, take it slow. It's a, it's a marathon, <laughs> not a sprint. Right, so obviously, if uh, you want to check us all out on social media and leave us any feedback or, you know, just, just get in a chat with one of us, you can check us out on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter just by searching Generation Skywalker. Check out all our enhanced shows. There's plenty of them at the moment over on YouTube, Generation Skywalker again. And, um, of course, all the podcasts are available across all the platforms where you find your shows. You can also go to www.generationskywalker.com where there is actually links to everything, enhanced shows, podcasts, and most importantly over there, the blog posts. Dan, you're finally going to do a blog post for next month as we talk about one of your collecting areas. So uh, get working on that. Already have. Good stuff. And what I will say to our listeners, please, 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 if you have one minute spare, just drop over to Apple Podcasts or Podbean and just leave us a review, preferably five star, but it does just help us get more, a bit more traction. You know, it, it, it's, it will take you 30 seconds, but to us does actually help a great, great deal. So please, uh, if you do have a couple of seconds, please just take the time to go and do that. Boys, it's great fun. T 
tiki bars underway. Still haven't lost the passion for that. I have on the uh, Star Tours focus, but um, <laughs> it's been a, a been a fun month. I, I do like the old modern shows and uh, look forward to next months. But it is for this month. It is goodbye from Dan. One more time won't hurt. This is the way. <laughs> <laughs> goodbye from Craig. Cheerio. Goodbye from Mark. Good night. And it is good night from me. And uh, we are Generation Skywalker. <laughs>